Well, good afternoon, and welcome to episode 221 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. Well, I think we're going to do something a little bit different today. Uh, you guys normally uh, would be hearing me speaking about the different news topics of the day that I gathered together for us to talk about, uh, but it turns out that's kind of boring and lame, and nobody wants to hear about that shit. So we're going to try something different today. Uh, I've gathered no news topics to talk about at all. <laughs> uh, this might be a problem. Uh, I w people suggested I might think of different bits and routines to do during the show uh, to make it more interesting, which is fine ideas. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't thought of any of those. So <laughs> it's quite possible that I should have maybe went ahead and got some news articles and topics to go for today's show anyway, since I haven't anything else prepared but no we're gonna go ahead and wing it and see what happens um since i don't have any new stuff uh i will just have to make up shit to talk about i guess uh uh the easy one to talk about today i guess would be the election uh, you guys know i'm not a political person don't really give a shit about politics uh so today's been a really interesting day um as of now the way it looks like it it's Biden's probably going to be the next president. Uh, it's going to take a long time for it to actually get to that spot because, of course, there's going to be all the challenges and recounts and this and that and the other. But uh, at least that's the way it feels for me. Um, and once again, uh, since I'm not into political stuff, I'm you know I, you guys don't you guys don't even know who I voted for, and that's intentional. I don't keep I keep that shit to myself. Um, then add into the fact that I really don't care that much either way whether or not the person i voted for won uh it's made today a really kind of a uh a, a really interesting uh day since it's, it's not stressful for me because i don't care that much uh so wa watching the back and forth between the two different sides uh his uh been uh, educational if nothing else uh, watching one side think they're winning to throughout the course of the account slowly lose their confidence to the point where now they don't think they're going to win and you know there's already already talked about recounts and all kinds of other interesting things uh m my only hope is that it's you know, all settled peacefully because um any amusement i'm taking from any of this is overshadowed of course by actual physical violence and all that good shit so um hopefully it will be resolved uh, uh peacefully it would have been a lot easier if it would have been a landslide one way or another you know if it was just overwhelming then i don't think there would be much um to say about the matter and the turn and the turnover or kept keeping the guard whichever had happened would be pretty uneventful uh with it being as close as it's gonna look like it's gonna turn out there's probably gonna be issues down the road <sighs> And no, Wolfcastle, uh, we'll never know who Ryan voted for. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, I don't remember it being this bad before in other years. Even, even 2016, when, uh, Trump, uh, won, first won, I don't remember the, uh, back and forth being this nasty. Uh, during the Obama years, I can remember some of uh, my, my more uneducated redneck friends uh, saying shitty things about uh, Obama. But even back then, it didn't seem like this overwhelming my side versus your side thing. And uh, I can't say that I'm a fan of it. I just want everybody to get along. Um, let's see. 
on the personal front, uh, today's workout went fairly well. Uh, fucking, it didn't start well. Uh, I overslept. When I say overslept, that means I, my alarm went off. Uh, my alarm never goes off. I always wake up before my alarm. I, I really, really hate getting woke up by an alarm. So my body wakes me up beforehand. Uh, and that's, that's the truth. Uh, this year, this is the second time my alarm has went off. Uh, I must've been really tired yesterday. Not surprisingly, since it was my day off and I smoked way more pot than I probably should have as last night's show probably reflected. Um, but yeah, my alarm went off, which means even though it's time for me to get up, that means it's actually about 15 minutes later or so, maybe 20 minutes later than I normally get up. So, so it felt like I was running late the entire time. Um, I wasn't, I left at my normal time. It's just, I build a whole bunch of fail safes into my routine to, to make sure I'm never late for anything. So like everything I do has like a couple minutes added in here or there just to make sure I'm not late. So if everything was perfectly, I actually get to my work about a half hour before I'm supposed to be there. Um, but that, that's needed because I have to be there at that time. If I'm not there, then there's issues. So I, I have all these safeguards to make sure I'm never late. And in 16 years, I've never been fucking late. Um, I hate people that are late. Oh, fucking, oh, I can't stand people that are late for shit. Come on, dude, plan ahead. Oh, there's traffic. Yeah, dude, there's traffic every fucking day, dude. You know there's going to be traffic. That's no excuse to be late for anything. Um, so, I don't know. That's, maybe that's just me. It's, uh, I'm, as you guys know, I'm kind of anal retentive about uh, certain shit. And uh, definitely uh, being on times one, one, one of them especially when it affects me directly. If you're the person who is leaving me for my job so I can leave on time and you're not at least attempting to be here on time every day, you're going to have a, me and you're going to have a really huge fucking problem. Uh, I'm the nicest guy in the world at work. I am the nicest guy ever, unless you're making my job harder. And to me, staying when I don't need to stay is making my job harder. I, I become a little less nice at that point. Um, and that's how it should be. Uh, look at Hello, uh, Odoma. Sorry, wasn't paying attention to the chat box. Uh, hi, 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 and hi. So, hello. <laughs> um, Wolfcastle, you never sound stoned to me. Well, it's because I'm stoned every single fucking time I do this show, dude. You've never heard me sober is what the issue is. <laughs> Seriously, not a single time. Uh, I always smoke before the show. Um, but it'd be interesting to be like, maybe one day I'll get up early in the morning and, you know, and uh, do a show before I start my day. Uh, cause now don't get me wrong. If I'm working at my other job, I'm, I'm sober all day. Uh, like today, I, it's not like I smoked before work or something. I don't believe in being high at work. I, uh, I want my a game on there. Um, but, uh, on my day off, uh, yeah, I normally smoke as soon as I get up. <laughs> so that's what I'd have to do is, uh, um, uh, Oh, there you go. Wolfcastle said record, re record a quick shower. I assume you mean, I assume that'd be a quick show, uh, when, when I'm driving to work, I'll just do like a little live cast. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. That might be fun to do. Um, since I won't be talking to other people, I don't think I won't leave my headphones in cause I'd be actually driving to work. Um, <laughs> no. And, uh, um, doing that for my, uh, drive in would be pretty uneventful since I come into work pretty early. Uh, for my drive home, that might be more interesting because it'd be mostly uh, an entire uh, show of me swearing at people and calling them fucking idiots, uh, which I actually considered doing before as a show. Uh, uh, 
when I've had a, cause I have a dashboard cam. Um, and I, at one point I thought it'd be uh, fun to, uh, just record, uh, me driving home every day, uh, yelling at people. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I, it, it didn't feel like I tried it once or twice. I, I couldn't get the, uh, hardware to work well. Uh, so, but doing it as a pod being cast, you know what? That's actually a good idea. Wolf I'm, tomorrow on the way home. I might do that. I might just do a random, uh, drive home podcast. Uh, <laughs> if I, if I can pull it off, uh, cause my phone hooks in through my, uh, um, vehicles, Bluetooth and all that good shit. And, uh, so, and I, I obviously I won't be wearing headphones, so we'll see how it goes. It might sound horrible, but we'll give it a shot. I just don't, I just don't read the chat box while driving. That's probably a good idea. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm pretty hands off on my phone when I'm driving. It's, uh, I have a cradle for it that, uh, uh, like a holder, um, right on my dashboard. It's one of those ones that uses, uh, hooks into one of your air vents, you know, so I, uh, and just hooks in right in there and holds your phone. And that's what I, uh, I use it to keep it to my dashboard. Cause normally I'm running a, uh, app on my phone for my, uh, radar detector, uh, which, uh, will give you a live alerts and all kinds of cool shit to go along with your radars or normal functions. Um, Including all the normal, it's got a map on there that shows you all the different uh, cop stuff. It also shows you like traffic uh, flow and all that good shit. Um, it's quite useful. Uh, I, as I've mentioned before, I don't really speed, but I still like knowing where the cops are around for other reasons, mostly for passing people and that kind of thing. Because I love passing people that are driving too slow. But I want to know if the uh, cops are around. I said radar detector, not a rainer detector. <laughs> That's something completely different. Uh, man, I keep on going to open up a tab for a news article and I keep on forgetting I'm not doing that anymore. Wow. It is quite a, quite the weakness. I just, uh, when I can't think of something to say, I go to look for an article. Uh, we're not doing that now. Um, instead, um, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, we were still talking about the day thing. So yeah, I had to work out. It was a good one. Uh, today's always my favorite day, uh, chest and arms because I felt, I felt like I was a little bit behind. I didn't do, uh, uh, a new lift uh, that's not part of my normal routine, but I've been trying to add, uh, which is a uh, overhead press. If you guys were listening last week, I mean, Tender talked about the fact that I wanted to add like some sort of overhead press, military press to my routine because I used to do that back in the day and uh, missed it. Uh, the new routine, new routine that I'm on now uh, that Ryan set up is really good. Uh, it seems to be uh, working very well, but it doesn't have any of that at all. And I just missed doing that particular lift. So my last couple chest workouts, I've added it. Uh, today I wanted to do so as well, but, uh, it was a pretty full routine anyways, and I didn't feel like I had the time for it. Uh, so I did like a wide grip bench press, uh, normal bench press, uh, um, rows, uh, dumbbell rows, uh, dumbbell. What else? What else was it after the rows? It was, uh, oh, it's called dumbbell skull crushers and then, uh, dumbbell standing rows. Uh, and like I said, after that, I'd wanted to add the overhead press, but I felt like I was out of time. So we, I did all the workout I was supposed to do. I just didn't add a couple more ones as I had wanted to. So it was good. And chest and arms is always my favorite day. And I think that's probably most people's, uh, uh who lifts uh, weights favorite day. Cause, um, it doesn't have any awkward lifts that make me feel like I'm going to hurt myself or anything like that. It doesn't have any lifts that I'm really super weak at. So it makes me feel bad about lifting. 
it's just a good one in general. Uh, so, um, other than the guilt for not doing the military press, I was happy with the workout. Then after that, it was just, you know, uh, off to work. And my my morning routine is very, very set. I always do everything at the same order at the same time, the same routine to make sure I don't forget things or at least, and, uh, cause sometimes my brain will trick me into thinking I forgot things that I've already done. So, um, I do things in a certain order. I mean, seriously, and I know it's going to sound fucking kind of weird, but like, for example, um, one of my, uh, ticks is I'll, I'll get to work and be afraid that I haven't used deodorant. Uh, I don't know why. And you know, it's, I don't, if I can, I have never recalled an occasion where I was a hundred percent sure that I hadn't used deodorant, just a whole bunch of ones where I was pretty sure I'd done it, but not a hundred percent and wake me out to the point where I have like spare deodorant, deodorant at work, some spray on shit. That I can, I can just spray on if, uh, if I'm not sure if I'm not, uh, I'm wearing deodorant or not. Uh, I don't have that problem as much anymore because uh, I've made as part of my morning routine. As soon as I'm done putting on deodorant, I put on one of my rings. So if I uh, ever get freaked out about it, I look down and make sure I'm wearing my ring. If I put if I put on my ring, that means I had to put on deodorant. And there's other shit like that too, and just other little triggers and things I do over the course of the day to make sure that all my shit's in order. Um, uh, and, and if I don't do it, it fucks me up. Like I'll, uh, I remember, uh, about two or three weeks ago, I actually went to work without brushing my hair, uh, cause I got interrupted while in, in my process and didn't do something uh, that I normally do. And so I broke the chain and it just fucked me up. I get to work. I look in the mirror. I'm like, Oh fuck, my hair's all fucked up. So I'm, I'm at work in the bathroom, like pouring water on my hair to try to try to get it all unfucked up and, and comb it with my fingers and shit. Um, which is weird. So I, I, so I guess people would say I'm OCD, but I, 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 if I am, I'm the messiest OCD person you're ever going to see in your life. Uh, everything I do need things to be in certain spots, but it's not like a neat order. <laughs> I, I have an organized messiness, I guess. Um, and I, I didn't know I had OCD really until I worked in a position where someone else had access to my desk for long periods of time. So, you know, like I'm at my desk, you know, for a good eight to 12 hours a day on average, depending on what kind of shift I'm working. Uh, but when I'm done, someone comes in and covers the night shift of that. And they're there for like another five, six, eight hours a day, uh, depending on uh, how late they're there. Um, so the first time I realized I kind of had an OCD thing going was I came in, you know, the next day and fucking all, all the shit and got moved around. And uh, speaking honestly, it's not that they got moved around to a bad spot where I looked at it and went, well, that's fucking stupid. It's just the fact that it got moved in the first place. It bothered me horribly that the pencil sharpener was over there now instead of over here where it was yesterday. And it certainly did not need to be moved over there. Uh, yeah. I don't know why, but it, uh, moving shit around bothers me quite a bit. Um, which is bad because my wife loves to move shit around. I mean, seriously speaking, she, uh, rearranges the entire house on a regular basis and i never say anything to her about it but god damn it i fucking hate it so much oh i hate it i just want stuff to be where it's supposed to be uh i, I don't want to come in whenever i come in and it's in like all these stuff or different spots i'm like oh dude i don't like change uh and heaven help me if she decides to like rearrange ca kitchen cabinets or bathroom cabinets and shit like that oh god um <laughs> 
I just have to smile and say, yes, honey, it looks way better that way. You're right. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll, and I'll come in and there'll be shit move that I don't think I could move. <laughs> you know, and, and while my, while my wife's not like, you know, a, a petite little waif, she certainly just shouldn't be moving around some of the shit that I, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. It would take me two hours and two other guys to move this shit around. How did you just move it in like 15 minutes? Cause that'll happen. Sometimes I'll be in the back doing shit. I'll come up and the living room just got rearranged. God damn. So yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. I just tell her she's lucky she didn't marry a blind guy because she would drive that motherfucker insane in like two weeks. Just bumping and stumbling over shit constantly. <sighs> hmm. So um, work itself was pretty good. It's uh, You'd think we'd be slowing down, but the weather actually here in Michigan has been ridiculously uh, good. We had a cold spot last week, but this week we're like having highs in the mid sixties is the seventies. So the golf course is once again, kicking it. Um, Oh, hello, new person. LP777. Hello. How are you? I am excellent. Thank you for asking. How are you doing today? You have to bear with us. We're still working on, uh, different ways to entertaining everybody on the show since we've decided to pass on the, uh, reading news article things, uh, I'm going to have to take it by, uh, play by ear, so to speak. Uh, in the future, I'm going to try to have like different bits and routines and different things to amuse you guys. But, uh, as it is right now, I'm just, you know, kind of winging it. Uh, hopefully as we go along, I'll have a more structured show for you guys. Uh, as always, feel free to call in if you guys have something you want to talk about, uh, just because I'm not going to do a set topic anymore. doesn't mean you guys don't ha- can't bring one to me. Uh, and if you're afraid to call in shy, uh, or anything like that, uh, type it into the chat box. I can always talk to you that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as, as I was saying at, at work, it's not too bad. Uh, our dinners, fuck our set Fridays and Saturdays are still really, really fucking busy. Despite the fact that they're e- all eating outside. Now last week it was fucking cold. I mean, we were getting down into like the high thirties, low forties at night. Um, a little bit warmer than that in the back during, uh, earlier evening, but they're still eating out there in like high forties, low fifties. Um, and they put heaters out there, but there's not a ton of them. Um, not for lack of trying, by the way, you, people, members are like, why isn't there more heaters out there? We want a heater for our table. We want two heaters for our table. And we've got like 20 something tables out there and like 14 or 15 heaters. Here's the thing. You can't buy fucking heaters right now. Apparently we are not the only ones that are trying to feed people outside while it's getting colder out. Um, outdoor dining is huge for all the different restaurants around here. Cause since nobody wants to eat inside cause they're all afraid of getting the coronavirus. So you can't just go down and buy like 20 or 30 heaters from home Depot. They ain't got shit people. Uh, especially not the big, big ass ones that we commercial ones that we want. Uh, you know, the ones, a lot of ones that look like big trees or something like that, almost, uh, um, or big umbrellas rather. Uh, so, but we have all types of different heaters back there. We can't buy anymore. Uh, and not to mention the good ones are fucking expensive as shit. I mean, we are a country club with lots of money, but, uh, uh, in the end it's the members money. So we don't want to spend it too frivolously. Um, so, uh, but we're still, yeah, we're still having big crowds out there literally, you know, serving 120, 140 people a night. Uh, and that would be a good crowd in the, in a regular summer. Um, we do way larger numbers than that when, 
on regular years when we're doing parties and get togethers and events like that. But for regular dining, that's pretty good. Um, I guess it depends how you look at it. Like, uh, on the other hand, like our Sunday barbecues that we normally have, we'll get a couple hundred to 200, 250 people. No problem. Um, something like our, um, Memorial day, uh, barbecue, we'll get five or 600 people or like your mother's day. We mother, here's a good example of how busy this place can get. Mother's day. will do two things. They'll do a mother's day brunch, which will probably have about 400 people to it. And then they'll do a mother's day dinner, which will probably have another 400 people to it. So they'll serve about 800 people total between the two meals for that one day. It's pretty nutty. Although the biggest total I've seen ever, I think was a Memorial day that we got up to 600 and something people, a clubhouse as I've, and I've talked about this before, the clubhouse only holds 470 people. Uh, uh, we cut it off after that, even though we have outdoor dining, which can add another couple hundred people. You can't count on that, uh, cause it's, could possibly rain. Uh, but once or twice, uh, they've rolled the dice, uh, cause it looked super nice for that and, and opened that up like a day or two beforehand. Cause once we hit a 470 people, we put start putting people on a wait list. And, you know, in case there's a cancel, uh, we'll get them in. Or in case the day of, it looks like the weather will be, weather will, will be spectacular, then we'll try to get all the people on the wait list in. So despite the fact that we cut it off at 470, we've actually gotten up to a little over 600 before on some of these barbecues. And 600 people is a lot of fucking people, by the way. Uh, uh, for myself, I don't know why these rich people do this. Um, I would be intentionally uncomfortable coming to one of these events. And the, how it works is like it's you and your whole family and, and a lot of them like their extended family. There's lots of parties of 10 or 12 people. So it's normally them, you know, the the members and the, their kids who are probably old, old enough to have their own kids. So that's the most, the biggest thing you'll see grandma and grandpa who are members and then, you know, adult uh, kids who may or may not be members and then their kids. So you see parties of 10 or 12. Some people even do larger ones, 15, 20 people. Um, so you're all, you all go to this barbecue. Uh, there'll be all these events for your kids, uh, all the inflatables to play on and trackless trains. And once again, I've talked about all this before, but looking at it as a member, would you guys even want to do something like that? You know, you're going to go show up the food, the food will be good. Uh, and I, I don't know, I guess it's, it, do you guys like interacting with like crowds of people and shit like that? Do you guys go to like, uh, uh stuff like that when, for the holidays, like, are you the type of person that will go to like a car, uh, carnival or a state fair? Um, are you the type of person that will go to like a, a gigantic barbecue for a thing? Um, and, and I don't know how this stuff's going to work for us, uh, next year. This year was just not, there was nothing going on. All we had is regular dining. Uh, most of those big events, it's kind of buffet style. Uh, like they have like big portions out there and you come up there for the most part, you didn't serve yourself, uh, is you walked up on the, and the, and one of the cooks or something served you. So it wasn't like, you know, uh, old country buffet type of buffet. Uh, but it was like, you know, um, food stations is what it's called, I guess. Um, for, uh, obvious reasons there's none of that going on this year because anytime food was out at all it kind of you know it became supposedly it was an issue uh that's what happened to our employee meals uh they used to be just stuff food thrown in troughs that we called it the food troughs uh which was basically just a table with a whole bunch of warming stations in it and they just put the tray in the warming station to keep it warm um none of that now 
just one pre-prepared item that we just, you know, get from the dude. But I don't know how any of that's going to work. Uh, and this is a big deal for, for, for some people. Because one of the big uh, things about country clubs is having what they call life cycle events. Uh, these are things like uh, weddings or bridal showers or uh, bar mitzvahs for the uh, young Jewish fellows. Um, th- things like that. Uh, big birthday parties for, you know, like 50th or 90th or 100th birthday party. Uh, these are all what they call life cycle events. They're uh, in they make a big deal out of some of them. You know, we're talking parties of 200, 300, 400 people. Um, and that's obviously a big deal. I mean, if you're going to have an event with 400 people, and th- these get planned years ahead. Like there's an entire year's worth of party uh, that didn't happen this year that were planned way ahead of that. And I'm not talking like two or three people. Um, we routinely had, parties like that two or three times a week uh of different sizes some of them were smaller ones like a 30 or 40 person bridal shower in one of our rooms and some of them were big ass deals were like uh like a three or four hundred person bat mitzvah that took over the entire club except for like one little room for the regular members to have dining off to the side uh so i don't know fucking a hundred parties we got fucked up this year uh, and of course, in the grand scheme of things, it's not the end of the world that, uh, that Charles didn't get to have his bar mitzvah at the country club. Uh, I'm sure he still got th- thousands of dollars from his family, <laughs> uh, but, uh, to these guys, it is, I mean, a lot of these, some of these people use it as competition with each other. You should, uh, some of the, uh, especially the bar mitzvahs and the bar mitzvahs, bath and bar, uh, for boys and girls, uh, some of them would get pretty elaborate. And I know uh, uh, after a certain point, it's the members showing off for their friends, you know, trying to top their other friends about mitzvahs and, ba- and bar mitzvahs. Um, a lot of them have themes and things like that, you know, like sports themes or like someone was into camping. So it was like a wooded theme where they ba- basically built a woods inside the country club with all these plants and shit. Um, uh, I've seen two or three different Alice in Wonderland theme parties uh, with all the decorations. And, you know, as I said, these are parties for a couple hundred people. You know, they're going to have like a DJ. Uh, they might have a band. Uh, fucking, uh, they'll normally have different game stations. And it, okay, it depends on the party. So it, it's set up different for each one. Um, and, and those are normally, a, you know, a good chunk of money. Uh, Probably the biggest money you'll see is, is uh, some of the big ass weddings. Um, while, while some of the bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs can get pretty expensive and elaborate, they are what comes right down to it a kid's thing. Uh, and what they will spend on a kid is nothing compared to what they'll spend on their baby girl on wedding day. <laughs> Holy fuck me, dude. You okay? First off, sometimes the, the country club isn't big enough for all of their baby girls, friends, and family. So they will uh, pay to have a tent on the back. There's already a tent on the back, by the way, uh, but it's not uh, big enough for them. So uh, I've seen them rent a tent for like a three or four day period that cost $200,000, I believe, for their, just for the tent rental. Uh, that sounds like a whole shitload of money, doesn't it? Uh, but this is 
the scale of everything they're doing. I mean, $200,000 sounds like a lot of money, but that's what they'll probably spend on the flowers. Uh, you know, like they're probably spend 200 to $250,000 just on the flowers for this thing. So, um, like I've seen crazy shit, like, um, for one party, they had a tent put in and the tent had, had its own carpet. Uh, and they didn't like the fact that the carpet in the tent didn't match the carpet in the country club. So they paid $20,000 to lay down temporary carpet over our carpet and wooden floors so that everything matched. So they spent $20,000 on carpet that they were going to lay down, use for this party, pick up and throw away. Um, there's a, and this, now here's one that's a fairly, fairly common occurrence. Uh, for lots of parties, they don't want to use the furniture that we use. You know, they want to, they want their own furniture for like a different style to the party or things like that. Uh, thing is, we don't have any place to fucking put our furniture if you don't want us to, if you don't want to use it. So, and this has happened enough times, I know exactly how much it costs. So they pay uh, a moving storage company $5,000 to take all of our furniture and load it into two semi-trucks because it can't fit it all in one. It takes two. And then they drive those two semi-trucks someplace and wait until after the party is over. Then they drive back and put all of our shit back into the country club. <laughs> so, I mean, and that the, the, the five grand doesn't, uh, include the cost of whatever furniture is that they're renting and putting into the club. That's just to fucking make the space for whatever crazy shit that they want to have. Uh, the amount of money that gets spent on just ridiculous shit like that would blow your mind. Uh, but they have that type of money. They have so much money that this, that that's not an unreasonable thing. Uh, and I've talked about this on the show before they had, uh, Tiger Woods, uh, had so much money back in the day. I read, I didn't do the math myself. I read an article about it. They were talking about how he had so much money that for him buying a Ford Explorer, uh, or an expedition or whatever it was, was the same as one of us buying like a, a big Mac for like $3. So for him, 30 or $40,000 is like the equivalent of $3. And some of these people have more money than Tiger Woods does. So, um, more power to them. You know, the, the money isn't doing anybody good sitting in the bank. Right. So as long as they're buying, they're going to spend it on this crazy shit. At least it's getting out into the uh, economy and, you know, employing people like me <laughs> and florists and, you know, DJs and all kinds of crazy shit like that. So good for them. <sighs> all right. Start pounding tequila. <laughs> no tenor. I am not going to be drinking tonight. I don't have much of a drinker anyways, believe it or not. I had a little bit of a headache just, uh, and I felt kind of slightly shitty the next day after one glass of fucking wine. I am such a lightweight now. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, I'm probably just going to stick to a smoking pot for the most part. I told my wife to go ahead and give the other half a bottle of wine to our neighbors. <laughs> We're still going to try it again. Uh, uh, I told the wine guy at work that, uh, I found the wine interesting, uh, my wife fucking hated it. So we're going to, we're going to try something else. Uh, so he's basically going to try to find the sweetest red wine he can uh, find for us. And we're going to try that here, try that next. And if that does not work, we're going to move on to a white wine because my wife is bound and determined to be a wine person. She wants to be able to talk to people about it and, you know, compare wines and all that good shit, which is fine. You know, she doesn't have a lot of hobbies. So if she wants to be in the wine, that's cool. I don't mind that. Uh, as I mentioned before, it is kind of an interesting hobby. You know, what, what wine goes well with this and talking to people about, Oh, I found this kind of wine and stuff like that. Uh, I enjoy talking about people, uh, 
about pot like that. So I'm assuming wine would be the same, <laughs> which is by the way, a lot of fun. Uh, the, uh, We'd only been legal in Michigan recreationally for a little more than a year now. Uh, and it's been interesting to see how people's perception of how they can speak about it in public has changed. Um, uh, now, uh, before, obviously, nobody shed, said shit about weed anywhere in public, you know, especially not at work or anything like that. Uh, but here in the last six to eight months, I've noticed, you know, kind of a loosening of the, uh, uh, collars about people talking about stuff. Like I've heard, a, I've had a couple people come up to me and talk to me about weed, about th and different things. <laughs> and we're, we're talking about it right up in work. And it's kind of a weird sensation because now it's completely legal. It's just like talking about beer. You know, like I could bring a joint up to work and give it to a buddy. And technically speaking, it's no different than if I would have brought up uh, like a six pack of, uh, like a micro brew from this uh, brewery that I wanted him to try. And it should be the same situation. Uh, other people don't feel that way. <laughs> it's like I've had, I've started to have conversations with a couple of people like, oh, 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 I don't want anybody to know I do that here at work. Like, why? Who the fuck gives a shit, dude? It's completely legal. They can't do shit. Uh, now, obviously, you can't be smoking at work or you probably won't, don't want to be smoking before work. But unless you've got some sort of interesting job that rates uh, special, special treatment, people aren't going to care anymore. Um, at least for the most part, uh, I, at least, well, at least in my field, I wonder how that's going to work in other areas. Um, my sister might have a problem with that. Actually, uh, she's off work right now cause she had a toe injury. Uh, but she works at a, a factory, um, like, uh, making, it makes, uh, axles. It's not, it's not a, one of the big three, but it's what they call a tier one supplier. Uh, these are all the people that make parts for the auto companies. Um, and this one uh, makes uh, um, axles, uh, tenor of the year tattooed. Yeah, yes, it is. A, it is a tattooed one, a tenor. Um, and uh, okay, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking? <laughs> okay, we were talking about that. That. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so she's uh, uh, she also likes to do modeling. So like, like she'll have pictures taken of her and all the good stuff. And she did a uh, modeling shoot recently, uh, which was like 420 based, you know, like they had her, they had like a, a lot of pot leaves and different spots and, you know, uh, like green smoke in the air and all this good stuff. Um, and, uh, apparently people at work saw this, uh, uh, photo shoot. And the only thing I know about this, cause she's on Facebook uh, complaining that she might have to take a drug test, uh, because people are bitching, can't mind your own business and things like that. And, uh, that surprised me because my first thought was, well, fuck it's Michigan. It's legal. Why would they bother to give you a drug test? Who gives a shit? Uh, but then I started thinking about it. She works in a factory. I bet you they might have, uh, uh, like, uh, policies against you being able to smoke pot regardless of what the legality is uh, just because you're in a factory environment so um uh it wouldn't surprise me if my sister did not end up losing her job because uh, clearly she'll she'll fail a drug test <laughs> you know uh oh god you guys okay i don't need the comments about my sisters in the peanut gallery over there <laughs> Uh, and keep in mind, uh, for, for one thing, the, the sister that you guys think is all really attractive is only attractive because she's only my stepsister. Uh, 
clearly there's no genetics involved there. Uh, and the sister I'm talking about uh, with the poor decision-making ability, <laughs> uh, that's my half-sister. So uh, the the poor decision-making ability is clearly a genetic trait on my side. So that doesn't surprise me the least bit. So now you guys know. <laughs> uh, and my half-sister is very tall. I believe she's six foot. She might be six one. Yeah. And my stepsister is not. So... <laughs> She's very short. I don't, I don't know how short. Just, just shorter than us. It's hard. It's hard to gauge things like that. So people are like, how short is he? I'm like, well, I don't know. Shorter than me. I, I realize that's a pretty broad range, but everyone's short. She ran tenor says she ran in her underwear. Uh, are you talking about uh, my sister? Uh, did I post shit like that? Uh, I know she's done that. Uh, 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 Cupid underwear run for charity or some shit like that a couple few times. Yeah. Um, oh man, I was supposed I shouldn't have posted that shit at all. <laughs> uh, but it's fine. It's fine. I've, I, whenever I, I don't remember posting that, but whenever I post something, uh, that any pictures I have of any of my family, like my sisters or anything like that, I always let them know beforehand because I never know what you crazy fuckers are going to do. So <laughs> Like, for example, when I posted those vacation pictures of my sister, when she was interacting with, when she went to that uh, resort and was interacting with like dolphins and seals and, and shit like that, uh, I told her I was going to post before. I, well, I asked her, I said, hey, you know, your vacation pictures look pretty cool. I was going to show my online friends. Is that cool? She goes, yeah, why wouldn't it be cool? I go, well, because they're fucking assholes. For all I know, they might backtrack it to you or something. She goes, oh, don't worry about it. It's cool. So, yeah, I always make sure uh, whenever I post anybody's picture on the Internet, they know they're aware of it. Yeah, Wolf Castle, don't make me uh, unfriend you on Facebook. Don't get creepy on me. <laughs> He's just saying shit like, I haven't looked it up on your Facebook page yet. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, let's see. Okay, well, we're not going to go to a news article. What else can I talk to you guys about today? Um, <laughs> uh, lunch was meh, fairly horrible. See, we're reduced to talking about my lunch. This is where we are, guys. Um <laughs> Uh, the, uh, issue being the, uh, guy who makes my lunch is, uh, not very good at his job. He is poor. He's a young guy, uh, angel. Uh, that's his kid, the kid's name. Um, he's cooking the employee lunch this year and, uh, he's not given an easy job, but, he, but he, he's, he's not nailing it guys. He's, he's not, um, example today is like hamburger day. And, uh, he did better. Today is actually better than it has been a couple last couple weeks. Last couple weeks. He just burnt the fuck out of them. They're like eating hockey pucks. Um, uh, today was a little bit better. They were, they had a little bit of moisture left, left in it. They were still overcooked. Uh, they were still overcooked, but, uh, there's a little bit of moisture left in them. Um, I was able to eat uh, two of them. So my wife said they were really salty. I didn't notice any difference, but you know, that's, that's just me. Um, can't have any of the other shit. So I don't, I couldn't tell you if he's doing a good job or not. Uh, like there's potato salad and salad and he actually, they, he actually did home fries, which smelled really good. My wife liked quite a bit. Uh, tomorrow's going to be a disaster. Tomorrow's a uh, chicken sandwiches, uh, fucking, and he hasn't got that right once. He always overcooks them, which I appreciate. I per overcooked over undercooked, especially when it comes to chicken, but goddamn, they're bad. They're del- uh, it, when we first started off this year, uh, he didn't do the cooking. A guy named Randy, uh, one of our other cooks, uh, was in charge of the employee meal. And Randy's been working there longer than I have. So at least more than 16 years. So the guy has been doing his job for a long time. He, he was great at it. 
the the chicken sandwiches were succulent and delicious the the hamburgers were like medium rare just a little bit of pink in the center and juicy oh so good but then he moved on uh to doing more important things and left it to angel and now employee meals suck um next year i'm hoping it goes back to old employee meals which ironically will probably be worse for me because the only good thing about this is because they're trying to do simple foods is mostly stuff that could be grilled um at least it's stuff that my ibs will let me eat uh, i can eat most meats so and be- because they're doing it this way i also knew what days i couldn't eat the employee me- uh, meal um Luckily for me, I was able to convince one of the other cooks to cook me something else on those days. But on a regular day, the way it worked is they just take five or six trays worth of food down there and set it down there. And what you get is what you get. And you don't know what it's going to be every day because, you know, they don't normally list what's on the employee meal. You, it's just whatever walks down there. You deal with it. So I wouldn't next year when it goes back to the normal food, assuming it does, I have no clue what I'm going to do for my employee meals because I can, with my IBS issues, I can only eat certain things. And so I guess I'm going to have to basically make a lunch every day and bring it to work and then see if I need it or not. Uh, that seems uh, kind of a pain in the ass. I tried doing that, something like that once when I was trying to eat super healthy, like uh, I was bringing my own food instead of uh, eating the employee meals because the employee meal wasn't always, wasn't always the healthiest thing for you. Lots of fried foods and things like that. Um, but goddamn, you know how hard it is to walk past food that's prepared for you and to and eat your meal that you brought in it's not easy a lot of times uh, i felt like i was wasting my time because it'd be something on the employee meal that i wanted to eat so i'd eat that and then i've got this lunch that i didn't even really want in the first place i worked 15 hours yesterday if i eating your fuck well i'm sorry for your poor career choices tenor but don't blame me for that shit Was I mean, uh, was that intentional? I mean, I assume you could probably could have got a donut or something, right? I mean, they're like, uh, poly, they're like equipment. They come with the car, right? There's a box of donuts when you get, get in your car in the morning. That's uh, how it should be done. <laughs> uh, do you even like fucking donuts? Uh, you don't look like you'll be a donut person, Tanner. No, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> and you're right, cookies are way better. When I was uh, before I was eating unhealthy, that was always my thing. And this is how I ended up becoming skinny fat instead of skinny. For the longest time, um, before I went to bed, I would uh, get like a big glass of milk and then fucking like half a fucking carton of cookies. <laughs> like if it was Oreos, it was probably a whole sleeve. So like you know, like I would eat like an entire uh, thing of Oreos in like three days. Um, uh, Oreos were really good. Uh, was another good fucking chip on anything. Uh, ch- uh, I didn't like the chewy chocolate chip ones. Those are two, uh, uh, chocolate chips. A good one. Uh, my mom always bought like butter pecan cookies. That was, a, uh, which was uh, okay, but that wasn't my thing. Uh, yeah, I never really met a cookie. I didn't like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but I would eat like a shitload of them and it did. I did that, uh, every fucking night. And then I woke up when I was 40 and uh, was like 196 pounds and, and, but skinny as fuck. So it was all in my fucking stomach. Uh, if without, without the cookie stomach, I'd probably weigh about 170 pounds. <laughs> and I know cause that's about what I got down to. Uh, um, 
when I, uh, cause when I decided I didn't want to be fat anymore, I didn't start off with uh, lifting weights. I just did ridiculous cardio. I was doing like an hour and 15 minutes a day, seven days a week of, uh, like yoga uh, and not just regular yoga, like a cardio based yoga. And so according to like the, uh, um, heart monitor things, I was burning like a thousand calories a day on that shit, which will, will uh, fucking go a long ways toward helping you lose weight. And I got really, really fucking skinny, almost as skinny as I got when I was sick from the cancer. Not quite that bad, but, uh, uh, but I looked, I didn't look, I mean, I, I looked skinny as fuck, but I had very little fat on me. I was happy about that part. Uh, but, uh, once I had all the fat gone, I just looked at myself and went, yeah, that doesn't look healthy. It looks, it, it looks like I just been dodging Hitler, Hitler for about six months or so. So, um, I decided I wanted to add some weight to that. And that's when I decided to do weight training. Um, oh, Tenor says he was 225 this morning. I haven't weighed myself in a while. Uh, last week I weighed, weighed like 195, but it goes up and down quite a bit. Oh, I'd love to do a Muay Thai class, uh, Tenor. Uh, so far I, I haven't found one that was either cheap or, me, um, meshed up with my, uh, schedule. When I'm off for the winter, if I can find one that I can afford, uh, uh, I wouldn't mind doing one. Uh, but as it is right now, uh, it's hard to find one that's I that I can even do at all uh, with my time frame. And then once I have the free time, it'll be more like finding one that's affordable, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, uh, even back in episode two, when we were talking with Pat, we decided Muay Thai would probably be the best way to go for me learning some uh, self-defense stuff. Cause I could certainly use it. I mean, uh, uh, now that I'm lifting weights and getting all big and buff, uh, I, I, you know, I'll look like a badass, but you need something to back it up. Cause some people don't care what you look like. Crazy. doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, don't let me forget about the, uh, fucking Colin, uh, doing the show, uh, doing a little bit of the show on the way home from work. I'm actually excited to try that one. Um, You know, they say that you can actually do a video version of, uh, uh, the show. Actually, no, I, no, you can't. Or can you? I'm not sure. Um, I could have swore I saw like another package up that will let you do video. Oh, you know what it is that it'll, it'll let you upload video, but I don't think you can do, uh, the pod being live thing with video. Just, that's just with audio. Oh, on the other hand, you guys probably don't want to see me doing the show anyways. That's a poor idea. Especially today. Cause my wife gave me a haircut. Um, yeah, uh, things I learned, uh, within the last couple of days, um, if your wife gives you a haircut, you might want to start the conversation with, uh, Hey, are you mad at me? <laughs> Cause, um, as it turns out, asking that question at, after the, uh, haircut's over, not quite as effective because <laughs> that's when I asked her. She finished cutting my hair. I, I looked in the mirror and went, Oh fuck. Are you mad at me? <laughs> Cause, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have any hair anymore, guys. It's all gone. Uh, the hair in my beard is now longer than the hair on my head. It's, it's seriously, dude, it's like stubble. Uh, I, it, it's not an immeasurable amount anymore. <laughs> so I was, I seriously, I was like, are you mad at me? She goes, I might be. I said, you might be. I got this. That's something I should have asked you at the start of this uh, whole entire uh, debacle. Um, as it turns out, uh, she just did it a little too short on her first pass and decided that was the way it was going to be. 
So uh, I'll I'll take a picture and throw it on the OG uh, like tomorrow or something like that. But I have very little hair now. I got uh, I got quite a few uh, looks at work today. <laughs> oh, you look completely different. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that'll happen. <sighs> I don't know though. You guys, got anything else you want me to talk about today? And I'll be honest with you, when, I, when earlier when I said I we're going to try to have more structured things and bits and things like that, that's probably not going to happen. It's probably just going to be me doing this shit. I don't know if it's better if I uh, just make this shit up off the top of my head instead of looking at news articles or not, but uh, I don't know. Uh, it saves me an hour every day looking through news articles, if nothing else. So, so if you guys are indifferent one way or another, we'll just keep on doing it like this shit. Although I have no clue how long I can keep up just fucking rambling shit off the top of my fucking head. Uh, you guys have been helpful today with like some of the different uh, topics, like the comments on the chat box. So, um, you Wolfcastle says she wished his wife was Jewish, so she'd be better with money. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know if that's true or not. I, well, you got to remember, yeah, Jewish men are pretty good with their money. I would assume so. That's why a lot of them are rich. At least that's why the Jewish people at my work are rich. They're good with money. Uh, let's see. I'm going to back up and see what you guys are talking about. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm still here. I was just <laughs> trying to think of something to talk about. Um... Oh, let's talk about my dogs. <laughs> um, this is where it's okay to do a news story. No, no, we're going to talk about my dog, you assholes. You, we're not going to do news stories. Uh, I like my little dogs. Uh, they went they cost they cost me four hundred dollars yesterday when they went to the vet. Jesus fucking Christ, man! That's uh, yeah. I can't believe how much it costs to have pets. My 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 wife always wants to get another dog and another cat. I keep on telling her we can't afford the ones we got. Uh, you know. Uh, th this nickel and diamond shit, like $400 here and there is bad enough. I'm always scared to death. They're going to come up with something serious where I'm going to have to make uh, a decision that I don't want to make, you know, like, cause you hear it all the time. Like how many times on the OG have you seen someone say, Oh, I just spent $5,000 on my dog. Um, I don't have $5,000. I literally do not have $5,000. Uh, I would have to go into credit card debt to, uh, to, <laughs> To pay for that and that would be a huge amount of money for me uh and, the, and i don't want to be in a position where i have to decide whether or not my dog dies because i can't afford five thousand dollars so it honestly in a lot of ways and i've told my wife this i kind of resent the fact that we have pets uh i didn't want any uh, i love animals but i didn't want any pets there's a reason i didn't have any when she, before i got married this is my house it's not like i couldn't have had a pet whenever i wanted to i didn't want one um, I didn't want to get attached to one. I didn't really want, have to, want to have to worry about cleaning up after one or taking care of it. Uh, and I certainly didn't want to be put in a, a position where I'd have to decide if it lives or dies because of the amount of money it's going to cost. Uh, and I told people before, that's why I don't have one. Uh, but wife's being how they are, managed to convince me to, uh, that, you know, we needed to have a pet. Um, and, uh, I said yes, because for one thing, I, I neglect her horribly. <laughs> a good part of the day, she's in one part of the house, and I'm in the other, and I'm in a different part of the house doing my old thing. So I thought a pet would, you know, make her happy. So I, I, I caved in and got one. Um, 
she already had a pet. Uh, so I, we, the, I had to deal with that to start off off. When she, when we got married, she had a cat, uh, but it's a cool cat. And I, I, uh, I like that cat and she, and that cat is her responsibility. I don't fuck with it. <clears throat> so, uh, we already had that to start off with. So then we had a cat and a dog and, uh, I ended up loving that dog very much. Dog's awesome. Um, and but eventually i started to feel bad about the fact that the dog was a home alone all day because we worked a lot of hours we we work a serious lot of hours now we're home for most of the winter but for like nine or ten months out of the year fucking we're gone from from daybreak to to you know to the end of the day uh one of the reasons we, we uh, decided to let the dog sleep with us because that was the decision we we're gonna we we're gonna let the dog sleep with us in bed was because that's literally the only time that dog was with us at one point, some part of the year, you know? So we thought it would be heartless to have it locked in a, a, a fucking crate all day and, and then locked in a crate all night. So uh, our dogs sleep with us because of that reason. Um, but eventually uh, my wife convinced me that Sadie, which is the name of our dog was sad all the time. Cause you know, didn't have anybody with her during the day cause we were gone all day. So we got our dog, a dog, uh, <laughs> That wasn't the intention, but, uh, my wife sold me, showed me this rescue that I, I just couldn't resist. You know, I've been abandoned in an apartment, been in an apartment, a townhouse basement for like two weeks with no food and food and water was severely malnourished and underweight. And I just looked at it and went, Oh, okay. I guess we have two dogs now and I don't regret it. Uh, she's a good little dog and she needed somebody. Um, but that's even more money. And even more, and even more heartbreak later on, you know, cause you know, she's going to die too. You know, they're both going to die at some point and I'm going to be heartbroken. I, I tear up just even thinking about it. I'm a big softy. I, I, that's, I, that's not something I wanted to have in store, store for me. And granted it's 10 to, you know, eight to 10 to 15 years away, depending on how long they live. Uh, but I don't want that going on. <laughs> uh, I need less things in my life that I worry about, not more. Um, But, and I told her, I was like, I don't want any more pets after this. Uh, the way it works out now, these pets will probably pass away when we're in our mid sixties or so, you know, mid to late sixties. I go, uh, right about the time that we'll probably be retiring. We don't want more pets after that. Uh, retirement is for when you go do things. I'd, I'd like to go like, uh, get an RV and travel around the country for a while. And while that's possible with pets, that's not a great scene. <laughs> I know people that do it and it's easier. Her, her parents did it actually. They, they didn't travel around a whole bunch, but they did uh, travel around some with an RV, um, with cats in it, but that's different. Cats, cats don't have any problem hanging out in a, in a fair size, uh, mobile home, you know, and fucking not going outside. You can't really do that with dogs as much. Take her parents RV when they die. No, they already sold it. They've sold it, bought a house. They got tired of driving around being old. RVs aren't, aren't, RVs aren't great if you're not uh, physically mobile, really. And yeah, his, my wife's, uh, mom's, uh, uh, pretty much handicapped and, uh, and the dad is getting up there in years and he's got this, getting some dementia going and all that good stuff. And he drinks a lot. So, <laughs> um, so it was, it was a good idea that they actually settled down someplace in Florida, of course. <laughs> so my wife's always wanting to go down there and travel and I don't really have a lot of interest in that because, uh, uh, that's a long trip for you know us in michigan to try to drive down to florida it's about a 24-hour trip depending on where in florida and where in michigan you're going uh, most people do it in two days uh, unless you're a crazy person so it, people do it in one you know um 
normally to younger folk (laughs) when you're in your 20s and 30s when you're more up to fucking ruining your body like that uh i've only been down there once myself we did it in two days we stopped uh i don't know fucking tennessee years i can't remember where we stopped tennessee sounds right but i could be wrong the first night and drove uh the rest away the second day and fuck that shit fuck 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 that shit i can't stand it. it i'm too big for a car dude uh like two hours is pretty much my upper limit um i don't really like i fuck i don't like driving the half hour to 45 minutes uh it takes me to get uh, to and from work every day Uh, but i can handle that anything over an hour i start to get pretty uncomfortable anything over two hours i'm pretty fucking miserable uh i would put i I won't do more than four hours period i don't care where the fuck we're going i won't do more than four hours now and so doing two 12-hour days uh and that was five or six years ago, I think it was. Uh, each way it was fucking miserable. <laughs> it got to the point where I was ready to go home because uh, I was bored with Florida. Um, but I so dread the drive back. <laughs> as it was fucking, you know, um, after I've done it about 10 days before that, because we stayed about 10 days or so, uh, I knew exactly how much it was going to suck. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't recommend it. If I ever go down to Florida again, I want to fly. Flying is no fun for me either, but it's not as quite as bad as driving for the most part. <laughs> well, anyways, I, I think we're going to call that a show for today. Um, if you're new to the show and you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter. I'm PassiveJ. Uh, the show's tw- uh, actually on Twitter as well. That's uh, the Underground Live, but send it to PassiveJ. I'll be more likely to see it that way. Um you guys that are around uh, on the show, uh, stop by the thread on the forum and let me know uh, if you want me to keep this new format, if I should be throwing some news articles in, uh, if you have ideas for bits you want me to do, anything like that. Maybe I'll start reading like a voiceover segments. We'll see. We'll figure out something. Uh, but uh, let me know how you like today's show and where you want me to take it in the future. Uh, we're going to be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock for anybody who wants to catch us tomorrow. Um, until day. Ah, excuse me. Until then, I'm Pastor Jay. You guys have yourself a great day. Theme tune for the OG. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG. I wild. Eat. Check. Yeah. Fuck the OG. Fuck the OG.